This is the Enlightened Bros Podcast. These two bros think they're intelligent enough to talk about stuff while you spend your valuable time listening to them. Their incredibly intelligent discussions include bro topics like action movies and violent sports, and enlightened topics such as the latest life hacks and geopolitical economics. Dustin and Justin have been friends since they met in middle school in the Midwest and recently moved to the Southeast. Now they're bringing their infinite knowledge to you, dear listener. Heads up, they drop curse words, so earmuffs, little ones. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram for more mind-blowing intelligence. Without further ado, here's your podcast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Enlightened Bros Podcast episode. Oh, why do I always get stuck on this? We well, Just say we a Spanish number. Ocho teen. We did. We did. It's not a special. 14, 15, 16. I think this is 17. Let's, 17. Should we, should we start over or should we keep going? We could probably edit all that crap out. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Nope, I'm going to back away. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Enlightened Bros Podcast, episode uh, 17. 17. Yeah. Is that uh, coming right out of my mouth? You cut me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just, we said it earlier. Yeah. Before we recorded. We did. And then I forgot again. Yep. I tried to help you. Interesting story. Yeah. Um, speaking of podcast um, distribution channels, you know, I've, I've I've continually tried to get our podcast on my Amazon Alexa. Mm-hmm. And I can't get it to play. No. I can go into the app and pull it up and yep. it'll play. Yep. And then I stopped playing it. I'm like, well, Amazon, clearly you know that I listen to that podcast now. Right. So, Alexa, play the Enlightened Birth Podcast. And we did it once, and it worked, and we have it on our Instagram, and people thought that was really cool. Uh, But she doesn't do it anymore. She plays some random, I mean, random, because we're clearly mainstream. (laughs) (laughs) We're top 10, probably. Right. I think. Top 10 listens super by random. our moms. <laughs> super, super, super <laughs> random podcast. And um, I, this talk, I have no idea what they're talking about. It sounds like a like a, like a a professional conference for ankle doctors or something. I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? I don't, that's not our podcast at all. Uh, fun story, though. And heightened bros. They're like adding ankles. <laughs> That was way too thought out. Way too thought out. I love it. Um, um, but the uh, right here we have a Google Home. Is that what it's called? Google Home Mini? I don't know what they call them. I think so. We have the Google Alexa-ish type thing. Yeah, flawless. Well, so I've heard that in reviews of like a an Alexa, an Echo versus the Google yeah. Home product, Google's AI is way better. I'm sure. I'm sure. The because function- guess what? They've studied people's search preferences and their actions for eternity. There are souls inside of that thing. Oh, I think so. Because watch, here it is. Hey, Google, play the Enlightened Bros podcast. Sure. Here's the latest episode of Enlightened Bros podcast. Oh, is that con- whiskey. Oh, yeah. That's our latest podcast. This is the Enlightened Bros podcast. Hey, Google, stop. Bros- you believe that? They're intelligent enough to oh. talk about stuff. Hey, Google, stop. <laughs> yeah, flawless. Flawless, yeah. every time. Yep. That was That's unbelievable. That was now, great. Now, then I got to thinking, and this is getting a little in deep, and we got to get into our episode here. Okay. But then I started thinking, 
is that what we want? Do we want Earth just serving us what we want immediately? Or do we, or, or, you know what I mean? Hmm. It's part of the reason we're like fat and stupid is <laughs> we don't have to go hunt for our food, you know? And, no, I you know, totally this agree, is taking yeah. it to the next, 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 next level. Like before you even want it, it's already serving it up. I don't even have to think about what I want, you know? Well, I mean, our advertising is already there. Yeah, sure. Right? Like, what was I talking about the other day with, talking about something and it popped right up oh it was a destination my girlfriend and i were talking about we want to go on a trip to somewhere Mm -hmm. i don't remember where it already knew where you wanted and she pulled up her instagram and was like visit oh so and so that's next yeah that's next level right and it was like oh like yeah you know it's effortless you just talk about it and then effortless you don't even have to think. You just can click on something after and, that and then plan your trip. It. Like, let's not even go on the trip. Let's just have it piped into our brains. Right. Okay. Total recall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wish I had three hands. Which one? Schwarzenegger or Colin Firth? Farrell. Colin I Firth. I never see the other one. <laughs> Colin Firth you never saw would the Colin be Fir- the worst one. <laughs> you never saw <laughs> the Colin Farrell? No. Isn't it Colin Farrell? I don't know. I kind of didn't know that there was another one. I mean, I, I do, I remember that there was talk of one coming out. But it's neat. Yeah, I think it's neat. It kind of, yeah, I don't know. But it's not Schwarzenegger. It was it was Schwarzenegger 80s futuristic, and now it's like actually futuristic. But yeah, I, whatever. Okay. I can't imagine, like if you don't know anything about it, I can't imagine it's actually that good. I probably just had no expectations, which is how I operate my life. Right. And then I liked it. Well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't expect anything, and you'll just be happily surprised you know that's an excellent segue into our topic today okay because if you don't expect anything out of life right and you're just going to be happily surprised by stuff mm-hmm. you might be considered a stoic mm-hmm. and today we're just going to explore the topic in general of stoicism right talk a little bit about you know um uh, old school stoicism a little bit of modern stoicism you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that what what people are doing with it today um and uh, and uh, why it's kind of stupid, too. Yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think that's a good idea because we've talked about it and we decided on this as a topic. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. um, you know, I think, I kind of think in, in looking over some of our notes and, and doing some of the research for this, I, the idea behind it is different than what, people think it's for now yeah so that's a great point when you think about somebody calling somebody stoic Mm -hmm. i feel like back in the day a stoic was a guy who just sat there like he's probably gonna be older it's gonna be a man right i don't think they ever were like that stoic lady right i'm sure that that woman existed i just don't think that the scripter was used for for women it wasn't used for Anybody who showed any type of emotion about anything. Right. You know what but, I mean? And that's a good point. You're already taking it a step further. To me, Stoic was like, I'm thinking he's probably angry all the time. Right. Back in the day, that, you know, if you're Stoic, you're just like kind of a. Angry or grumpy mean, or. Mean, you know. like, yeah, like not responsive. Right. Emotionally. Right. But it's so much more than that. A lot more than that. Right. I mean, Stoicism comes from ancient Greeks, and it's actually a philosophical approach to life. Like a, it, it's like a worldview, right? 
but it's also kind of a manual for personal thought and conduct. Mm-hmm. Um, and those of you bros out there who may know more about Stoicism, especially because it's so much more popular right now. People are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, it came from ancient Greek philosophers. Um, may have been started by Epictetus. Uh, was he an emperor or was he a, just a philosopher? Ooh. I don't know my Roman Greek Greek <laughs> anything. Yeah. I don't know that that no, whole I don't any, know. any of that. I don't know. But uh obviously Romans picked it up. Speaking of which, Romans picked it up right. later. But um practiced by and, and further developed by several Greek philosophers after Epictetus and Roman Romans, definitely emperors. Uh, it was named Stoicism after the Greek philosophers who would stand out on, like, the porch or the steps of their things. And there's some Greek word, and I don't know what it is, but Stoa is a part of that. Hmm. And so, I think it's kind of funny. It's just like, even in, I assume it's ancient Greeks that called it Stoicism, unless we named it that. That I don't know. Hmm. But whoever named it that, like, it was named after where they hung out. <laughs> you know it's not like oh this is a core of your human philosophy and psychology and therefore right. it's named after that part of whatever no it's just right. that's where you hung out so <laughs> it's, it's, you're stoic <laughs> if, if i ever become a philosopher like my uh if <laughs> more like when when <laughs> oh and they're they're listening to all my podcasts on some futuristic it's just getting implanted in their brains and they're they're like man wow that's that's crazy i can't believe we believe in mo and joeism mo and joe because it's gonna be where i hung out mo and joeism (laughs) (laughs) oh mo and joeism mo and joeism man crazy more like pbrism pbrism (laughs) mo's mo's and joe's is like the pbr bar here in atlanta and it's uh it's cheap Drink. We one time um, solid burgers had two a pitcher each. Yeah, we slammed pitcher each on two fifty pitcher night. Two fit two dollar three fifty. I can't remember. <laughs> Who would after after that? <laughs> yeah, I think it was like two fifty. Yeah, it's per a good, pitcher. It's a, it's a good deal. Um, they didn't pay us for this advertisement. But they didn't. They whatever. should. They should. They probably can't afford to at two fifty pitchers. <laughs> so, uh. Anyway, the idea, what's the idea behind stoicism? The idea is you don't get to one way or another. Right. Right. Kind of middle of the road all the time. Right. You are, you are middle of the road emotionally. Emotionally. Not, right, right, not, right, right. Not, not like it's, politically it's, or anything it's, like it's, that. It's, it's, it's just, yeah. If, if you, if something goes wrong or a family member passes away or something like that, you're not overly sad mm-hmm. and outwardly sad right right you yeah. can be sad but it's it's more a time of reflection and mm-hmm. like self-awareness right is and that i think an opportunity to learn or better develop something right um and you can't do that if you are pissed out, out outrageously angry or you know beside yourself uh with sadness when you're when you're too emotional no matter which which emotion it is, if you're too emotional, you can't think straight. Right. Mm-hmm. So the idea is you be right. stoic, right? And you can 
think a little bit more logically. Right. You have time to, you know, time to process, uh, time to learn. You know, on one hand, it's, and we'll get to this maybe a little bit later, but it's ridiculous. Like, if somebody dies, like, that's a pretty bad ordeal. Bad. You lose your leg? What is there to celebrate or learn from there, right? Right. But part of the philosophy is like, or, or the benefit of this philosophy is if you don't fall into a huge funk, mm-hmm. you can continue to pursue whatever it is you're pursuing. Let's say you're trying to start a business, you're trying right. to whatever, right? Like right. you lose a leg and you're like, well, now I'm, I'm not going to go to work for like a month. I'm going to take mm-hmm. all my FMLA or whatever. Right. And just just not bathe. do anything. Like, not bathe. <laughs> not even going to order burritos on Uber Eats. No. I'm just going <laughs> to. Uh, so, the, yeah. So, you know, that's an ex- that's an extreme example. Right. Um, one that's probably closer to home for lots of us is like, I didn't get the promotion or somebody got a promotion. I thought I should have had a promotion. Right. You're going to get the promotion if you're like, all right, let's figure out how to learn from that. How did they right. do that? Why didn't I? You know, right? And let's and let's let's really focus on making that happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're going to be able to get closer to that that goal, that target. Right. So you know, you just take it easy. It's an opportunity to learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Holiday is huge. He's an author. Uh, actually, we'll probably get to that a little bit later. But Ryan Holiday is big into Stoicism, ancient Greek philosophy, and mm-hmm. stuff. He's an author and. Um, and speaking of, it's always an opportunity to learn something. He's written several books about Stoicism and Stoic, Stoic concepts. Right. But one of the big ones, or I think one of his first ones, was called The Obstacle is the Way. And it's basically, it comes from this concept of, I think it's Marcus Aurelius's writings. And it's like, if there's something in the way, that gives you another opportunity. Right. right? It's always an opportunity. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to a little bit of that later. Mm-hmm. But... The philosophy says, don't get too mad. Don't get too sad. Right. But on the flip side, and this is a little weird, don't get too happy. Right. Right. Which was our segue in here. Don't get too excited about something. Yes. You have too much expectations. Yes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes. And all that does is set you up for disappointment. Exactly. Right? So if you get too happy about something, then... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the the, the next Star Wars movie. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. 90% 90% of the world did. Right. Then it's going to let you down. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. And if you and I were more, more stoic, we might have enjoyed that movie a little bit more the first time through. Mm-hmm. So, man, yeah. life lesson learned. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it is kind of weird. Like, stoics would say, like, let's say you do get that promotion. Right. Take it easy, and that's not. And it's not even. And it's not even like don't be a sore winner, don't be a sore loser. Right. It's like don't even, almost don't even appreciate it. Just be like, all right, that happened in my life. Yeah, you. It's someone um, gets blown up next to you by a grenade. No, oh, that happened in my life. You just won the lottery. Uh, no, better than that. Well, whatever. You won the lottery. Yeah. Okay, that happened. All right. Let's learn from it. Nah. Pros and cons. Right. It seems. You know, it seems, and and we're like very surface level uh, philosophizing, it's not a word, (laughs) right now, (laughs) but uh, 
you know, we're we're on the we're on the surface. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, of, the, of this philosophy. Surface. Yeah, there's and, there's we could talk about it for there's well there are going to be college there are college courses about this. Right, right. So we books and tomes. Yeah, there's tomes. We're definitely not going. <laughs> there's definitely tomes about this. <laughs> Dude, what is the definition of a tome? Is it a know. big book? Is it a bookcase of books? Is it just a coffin? <laughs> because you died of reading no, too that, much. That's a tomb. That's a tomb. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Where did it derive from? Where'd the word derive from? Oh, he drops the. It's from, it comes from you the Latin. With reading. Literally dead because your eyes fell out. They're too dry from reading too many books. I kind of like it. I like it. Okay. Tomes. Tom, 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 Tom. Anyways, it's a lot of reading. That's a lot of reading. Gives you heartburn. Um, so it's it's harder for us. We're we're very surface level. It's harder. It's it's hard to imagine how you could learn from winning, right? Or how you mm. could learn from, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being successful or being happy or being excited about something, right? Like, well, yeah, generally I mean, we're happy. It's because we achieved something or something happened to us or right. we're blessed with something. And we've got this thing, and we're so happy about it, right? So, like, yeah. what do I learn about if I win the lottery? Let's just—it's not the best example, but let's use it. Mm-hmm. If I win the lottery, like five hundred twenty million dollars here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if somebody won it this week, but hmm. if I won that, mm-hmm. what do I learn? What do I learn from that? Right? I get overly excited. Yeah. I'll tell you what happens if you're not stoic about it. I'll tell you what happens you to lose every it all. lottery winner. They think they have endless amount of money. They go out and spend it, right? Yeah. You're stoic. You're like, okay, got it. It's so funny. As I, I was thinking water. about this, that was literally one of the concepts that I ran through my head. Like, how would you remain like, oh, cool. I got that much money. I was just right. going to take it easy. I better go talk to a financial advisor and I better go talk to a lawyer and I better yeah. get my stuff in order so this money lasts me forever. Oh, right. Gosh, that's a good idea. Let's win. We just we most just people are like, out. let's buy a go kart park that. Okay. Have anyways. Okay. Yeah, but m- what's wrong with starting there and then figuring it out? Like a go kart park. That sounds great. Yeah. But you don't figure it out. That's the problem. Oh, you think once I do that, I'm gonna be like, oh, I like this go kart park. I need to buy an arcade. Yeah. Like, oh, that wasn't that much money. Like. This huge number in my bank account is still a freaking huge number. Let me buy something else. Yeah. Yeah. And you do that and they go broke. They go broke in, it's like under 10 years they go broke. Lord, give me the opportunity to find out if I could survive that. (laughs) Lord, give me the opportunity to be stoic when I win the lottery. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, It's going to happen to some like 94-year-old lady who lives in a trailer. she, She should win. I'm fine with her getting that experience and then ending up back in the trailer i'm fine with that like good for her yeah like she should set it up so she lives in a comfortable three-bedroom house for the rest of her life but whatever let her pass it under her kids maybe feed the homeless yeah adopt seventy thousand cats (laughs) it depends i guess now you're testing my resolve here on this. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, yeah, maybe if she's a good lady, maybe then. But maybe, otherwise, maybe, yeah. but then if she's a good lady, like she wouldn't do that. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Well, so one way you get one way the Stoics tell you to um, remain humble and not get not go overboard with your happy emotions mm-hmm. is, you know, I think part of what they say is like you always want to imagine worst case scenario. You always want to hmm. be thinking worst case scenario. Okay, it's a little. It's a little. Uh, isn't kind that, of interesting. Is, isn't, isn't that in the Art of War, Sun Tzu's Art of War? I think mm-hmm. part of his philosophy is probably a little stoic. Um, anyways, that's think of the worst case scenario. So like, so like you do win the lottery. Yeah, think about losing all that money. You're if you think of that when you first win, you may better handle mm-hmm. uh, what happens after winning right. the lottery. You know, but then that also uh, prepares you to think about how good things are right now so if we're like well like before you win the lottery or ever just just always think of worst case scenario and that that helps you understand how good right now is right interesting Mm -hmm. okay so here's since we're philosophizing as i call it Uh, yes (laughs) um I, i mean again we're surface level here so maybe there's more to it that we that we don't know or I don't know, but what, uh, if I'm imagining the worst case scenario, my worst case scenario, I, we're going to use the lottery one again. <laughs> I go out and I spend my worst case scenario is I go out and I spend everything in my savings account on lottery mm-hmm. tickets mm-hmm. and I don't win and I'm broke. So uh, that prepares me to say I shouldn't spend every dollar on my no, loan, but I no. still, well, but then what okay. if I do win the lottery after that? How do I not be like, huh, suck it world. <laughs> like I spent my life savings on lottery tickets and it paid off and now I'm a half billionaire. Half I, billionaire. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, the the stoic who right. just won the lottery right. is going to say, is going to imagine worst case scenario. It could be worse. Yeah, yeah. Or worst case scenario is I've got this $500 million. I could have zero tomorrow. Yes. Okay. And the Stoic says, I think, the Stoic like gets in the car to go home from work and is like, man, traffic sucks. It's hot. There's no good music on. Right. My air conditioning is broken. This is my life uh, <laughs> right now. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and he says, but I could die in a car accident on the way home. Right. So all this stuff isn't that bad. Right. And I'm not still at work. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, right. Which lifts the spirits a little bit at that right. point. Um, okay. And then right. another, and another, I mean, the ultimate, right? The ultimate is, and this is, a, a I think the phrase comes out of uh, the Greek philosophers, memento mori, mm-hmm. which is Greek for, or Latin for, um, remember death right you know and so it's just it's all about remember you're gonna die someday now i think this is i don't know if this is like epictetus was sitting on the steps of the parthenon or whatever which one's in which one's in greece that one pantheon or parthenon pantheon is parthenon Parthenon is in greece okay i've been to both and i don't know what they're called (laughs) 
I've been to neither. Within within one year, I'd been to both. So that, that maybe that's why I'm so confused. I've been to both very close together. Yeah. Just here's the, here's the trick: don't go to them. Remember their names. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Don't go to them. Uh, <laughs> so he's sitting on the steps, and he was like, uh, "Greeky Greek Latin speaking in Latin, memento mori." Everybody, this is a part of the this is part of the thing, or. Are these teachings like always remember worst case scenario, always think about worst thing that'll help you um, balance out the highs and keep the lows from wrecking your world, right? Right. Uh, now, I got to say, that's got to be a pretty dark existence to be like, wow, we had a nice dinner, but my whole family could have just been shot by robbers. Right. So let's not be too excited about how great that dinner was. Right. You know, like I... I you're, but you're like constantly, it's like a constant look back to thank God we're not dead. Mm-hmm. And then a look forward to, well, let's not get too excited because well, we, could, we die. could die in <laughs> a minute. Not, yeah. Thank God I'm not dead. Uh, but I could die. But I could die. So, so, um, it sounds freaky. Let's pause here real quick. All right, folks, here on the break, I uh, just want to take a quick uh, minute to remind you to go ahead and give us a follow, uh, you know, wherever you follow things, right? You know, is that Instagram or Facebook or, uh, you know, subscribe to this podcast and also give us a rating. If you're liking what you're hearing, go ahead and rate us. If you don't, you know, move on with your life. It's all good. You know, we don't. Uh, thanks. And uh, listen on. So, so anyways. I don't know if the the story was or or the history was, mm-hmm. you know, they were sitting on the steps and talking about uh, uh, being stoic and stoicism, and then they said, "Okay, always remember you're going to die too, because that's going to help you, right? Measure the rest of life against the end of life and the fact that, right? If that was an original thought of stoicism, or if that's more of a modern translation, mm, because I, I think that." One of the things that I've pulled out of this, you know, the last I don't know, a couple of years or whatever that 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 I've been aware of it, right? Um, yeah, you're always supposed to think like, oh yeah, you can die someday. But then, like, really thinking about it within the context of stoicism, right? And the fact that you know, put things into perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think just as you get older, you're like, whoa, death. Like you you start to understand it a little bit more. Like right, people right. have to die, right. That you know. Right. To understand what death is. Right. And then you have to start thinking about the people who you know now will die. I mean, mm-hmm. I think for all of us, parents are probably the closest thing that would be the most impactful to us, you know, and you right. start thinking about that. And then all of that, yes, will have an impact on your emotions. But you being not around anymore, what are you going to do with it? between now and then? Right. That's going to be worth the oxygen you breathe, you know? Yeah. So, so uh, what I'm trying That's, to say is, is it ancient or is it more modern concept? Well, and that—that's an interesting thought. And, and stop to say, l- let's just assume it's a more modern thought. Yeah. Right. And again, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I guess that's why it's philosophy. There's no right or wrong. Hey, oh, someone's philosophizing uh, over here. So, philosophizing on the third time on this podcast. Uh, so if it's, yeah. it's, if it's a more modern thought, you can kind of break it down and, and make it a more rudimentary or simple thought 
of stoicism would just be don't get too mad or sad. Make it a learning moment. Yeah. Don't get too excited or happy because you could always do better. Make mm-hmm. it a learning moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know if that's more rudimentary than you could always die or you could always be killed. Yeah. Or, you you know, thank God because you're not dead, but look out because you could be dead. <laughs> I don't know which right. one's more simple Yeah. in thought, yeah, but... Good question. I don't know. So, so speaking of coming from ancient and, you know, it being around for a really friggin' long time. Yeah. And now we're into kind of the more modern world of stoicism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty popular right now in, in you know, especially in Silicon Valley. and Stoicism. So hot right now. So hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it, it, but it is, you know. You've got, and you've got Ryan Holiday writing like a thousand books about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting seeing this big... I think it's a resurgence. Now, it's not like I was hanging out and learning about, right. you know, the book CEOs read 10, 20 years ago. Right. But I think, you know, what I've seen and what I've heard is that it is kind of having a big modern resurgence. And I think, honestly, I think part of this is with social media and with us coming to grips maybe more with our place in the world and and with technology mm-hmm. um and th- this is a separate thought with technology companies uh realizing that it's not about connections and throwing your weight around this is oversimplification having successful business isn't about connections and throwing your weight around it's about testing and learning mm-hmm. and then improving on those testings which always happened but it was right. more of a uh, was it Toyota or something? I think there was a lean manufacturing process that came out of Toyota or one of those companies. Right. Well, now there's uh, a book I read called The Lean Startup. Right. That leverages lean manufacturing principles but applies them to just the way you run a business. Right. Probably the way we should have been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. But you had less ability to do that. So you had to create a product and leverage, you know, I, I don't know, I'm oversimplifying again, but use your connections and, you know, Throwing mm-hmm. your weight around and do advertising. Well, now it's about it's about testing and learning. Right. So when you're talking about everything as an opportunity to learn, that really translates from stoicism to a lean um, startup, technology driven, mm-hmm. internet driven business. Right. Huge. It's a huge parallel. Right. It's but on it's perfect parallel. But then also. For those of us realizing we're one out of 4.5 billion people on Facebook or whatever the hell the number is, Mm -hmm. you start to realize really just how small you are in this world where before you worked on a farm, you knew the people in town, and you knew there was a big city somewhere else, but you didn't really understand the scope and the size of things. Right. Fast forward, you start seeing stuff on TV, and you, you get an idea that there's a bigger world. Like... I feel like we have a better understanding of the scope of the world now than ever before. And that's pros and cons to that, right? Oh, totally. But yeah. but this stoicism really lends itself to that because it's like, okay, well, then what do I do with that? Right. What am I, I can't – my sadness doesn't mean anything. My happiness doesn't mean anything. So I might as well learn from it and get better and do better for myself and do better for the world because this, of it. This is so interesting you're bringing this up because I feel like – well, there's a lot of points 
I want to touch on, but it, just that last statement you made that realizing how little we matter is a very millennial <laughs> thing yeah. to realize, right? And yeah. that's, again, there, there's pros and cons to it. But I've had conversations with, with multiple people um, and in this about work, right? And their uh-huh. work life uh-huh. and their, uh, you know, and, and it just studies show that millennials want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter so much about the dollar amount in your paycheck. It doesn't right. matter so much about your title or anything like that. It, if you feel like you're contributing, they're happy at their jobs, mm-hmm. right? Hmm. Studies, studies show in just my personal relationships with people who are, I, I am of that age demographic where you and I are on like the beginning fringe of the millennial mm-hmm. demographic, right? So the people, oldest millennial, the oldest millennial, the first, I was going like to say the movie. last millennial, but really the first, we're the first, <laughs> um, <laughs> but those that are younger than us have these attributes or these characteristics more where they want to feel like they're doing something. It's like, man, my job doesn't matter. You know, I've heard that from, from friends of mine that yeah, a little bit younger, my, my, my job doesn't matter. My job doesn't matter. And I was laying in bed the other night thinking about it. Like, how, well, how do I talk to these people about mm-hmm. that? Like, how do I address that? How do I make them feel better? Mm-hmm. And honestly, my first thought, kind of my only thought, super philosophical. <laughs> my only thought on it was, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? But that's okay, yeah. Because no individual matters, yeah. But if every individual acts like it matters, we'll call any events, then it, eventually it will change the world, right? <laughs> like, not no one vote matters, yeah. right? Like yeah. you look at the presidential yeah. election, your vote doesn't matter. No, nope. Ju- like right, your your vote doesn't matter. Justin's vote doesn't matter, right? But like enough like-minded people, all of a sudden, it does matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, where I was going with that is it's a super dark kind of weird way of thinking about it is to be like, hey, let me cheer you up. You don't you matter. You don't matter. So get over it. So get over it. <laughs> and it's very stoic. <laughs> you have to just yeah. work through it because you can make a difference, kind of. Right. But you can make a difference in your life and the lives of those people around right you. next to you. You yeah. can't make a difference in the world because you're one person out of seven billion. Yeah. Right? So, Gosh. It's just a, it's a interesting that you brought that, that, that topic up because it's been relevant without me even knowing that it was relevant. <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's a good, good connection. Well... So that's kind of, it's a little bit more, there's a lot more to the modern side of things. Sure. You know? Ryan Holiday has good books. I, I read one, his his book called The Obstacle is the Way. But it's always not, like, if you want to be a stoic, you're not going to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just get over it. It's not going to happen. Um, but it's kind of an ongoing, I think, maybe the the concept of stoicism, there were, I think, the stoics, I don't know if it was the Greeks or the Romans or who it was, but they kind of said like, there's, there's only a few of us studying and practicing stoicism Yeah, that are like the great wise stoic sage hmm. level. Like we, we made it. <laughs> I would say 
You know what I mean? Like, what an induction ceremony that would be! <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! You have finally made it you to made be it. the grand stoic. In the and grand. you'd be like, "Great, great, thank you." Um, can I go now? That's that's great. I'm sure I can learn something from this. I am very appreciative, but I have much to learn. I could be dead right now. I, you, you could be dead. You could, could be, be dead. dead. I'm very thankful because we didn't die, but I could die right now. He maybe did. <laughs> he maybe did what? He maybe did. It's a Flight of the Concords reference. Yeah, in case you don't know. <laughs> um, but for, for for modern day, I think it's really about trying to uh, better handle setbacks and right. better learn and improve because i don't mm-hmm. think any of us are i'm not going to be a stoic sage no no I don't, I don't know that i want to be yeah like point. i would love to learn more from every situation that i yep. encounter but mm-hmm. sometimes i like being overly happy yeah or even pissed. if it does lead to some like disappointment <laughs> later right. or totally. like yeah sometimes i like throwing my well, xbox controller that's a great i don't but <laughs> that's expensive how many oh my gosh it's the only thing Quarter, i can think of quarterback club 98 and <laughs> and my nintendo 64 controllers i don't have Dude. an intact nintendo 64 controller i, I am i want to think that there are less broken controllers in the world because video games have gotten less glitchy mm. but it's not about glitches though it's about not being able to complete what you want quarterback to club 98 that was a glitch that was pretty glitchy Brad Johnson runs 98 yards with right. defenders bouncing off of him. No. He's never run 98 yards no. in his life no. without any defenders even in the stadium. That was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> in practice. In he's practice, he's never, he's won never 98 run 98 yards. If you were like, hey, Brad Johnson, to make it to the pros, you have to run 98 yards, he'd be like, I'll go back to college. Guess I'm not making the pros. <laughs> Is there a, where, where's that arena football? <laughs> <laughs> Can I play in a hockey rink? Is, is there a CFL league around here somewhere? CFL. <laughs> I'm going to invent CFL. <laughs> XFL uh, it is. XFL. <laughs> Perfect. You know what? I don't want to run 98 yards, but I do want to run 30 <laughs> yards head, head full, first. <laughs> full speed head first into another player to grab the ball at the 50 yard line. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing. Oh man, um, I heard it's coming back. That would be a good, really. Yeah. That would be a good episode. Should we do XFL? XFL or NFL offshoots? Just maybe just, just the XFL. history of pro sports could be a good one. It's kind of broad, but like, I don't like it. Think about all the failed <laughs> leagues, man. Yeah. XFL. Yep. Donald Trump was a huge investor in XFL. Nope. It was a different NFL, I think. Was it XFL? No, it was a different NFL. Doesn't Vince matter. McMahon was a, was like the guy for XFL. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Thank you for that, <laughs> yeah. Captain Obvious. <laughs> uh, we breathe there. Yeah. What? We breathe there. We, we breathe there. Um. Anyways, you're talking about how the you want to have some happiness and some and and yeah, that yeah. sets you up for some disappointment. Uh, that's a great um but like what makes us human that's a great yeah that's a great challenge of of stoicism right like right. yeah we're not vulcan which is probably if you ask if we were to research it i'll bet you gene roddenberry yeah designed the vulcans after stoics the stoic yeah 
um, uh, off of Stoic principles. Right. Uh, but I also think that um, that even Greeks, uh, you know, who would maybe argue on the steps with the classic Stoics, uh, would say that our students, and I heard this in a, in a podcast, the stuff you should know guys are awesome. Uh, one of their, in, in their podcast about Stoicism, they said the Greek, other Greeks teachers would say, well, our, our, our students, if you're teaching them Stoicism, aren't even going to be excited about learning the stuff we're trying to teach them. Right. Because if you're going to be Stoic, like you need that excitement to go pursue something, right? Right. So that's that's huge for me, uh, for my personality, because part of my personality is I'm I get super excited about possibilities, right? Right. right. And when there's a possibility, when we started talking about doing a podcast, I was like, dude, that's gonna be awesome. You can do this. We can set it up here. Mm-hmm. It automatically populates here. People can listen to it on iTunes. That's right. so awesome. So I'm cool. So excited about yeah. it. Um, if I was stoic, like a stoic sage, I don't think we'd have a podcast because I would have been like. Eh. I'm not excited well, about it. Maybe I'm not excited about it because I have to be stoic and I have to keep my emotions at bay. And this is just me. This is this right. like I have to be excited about something to go do it. Right. And if I were stoic, I would tamp that excitement down, and I'd probably just hinder all progress in any direction mm-hmm. on some level. So, but the and you would you would I mean one would argue that the stoic sage would then say you don't need the excitement to go do something. You need to go do something to learn something and to better yourself and ah, shit. blah, blah, blah. And, you know. Okay. So, like, yeah, you don't need to get excited about stuff because you should just be doing it But if it's something you want to do. But I'm like, what drives the want? What drives the need? Yeah. Can one... Huh. Are you ready for this? Can one actually be a stoic? Because you have to have some sort of... <laughs> it's just- drive right it's, like, uh, people do what they in order like. to want to be a stoic you'd have to want something <laughs> right exactly yeah. you'd have to and, want something yeah, or okay. get excited about something or get yeah. disappointed by something yeah perhaps um another uh another uh con or downside to stoicism is just like you've always got to be thinking of worst case scenario and that could be a real downer <laughs> right right like uh like i said oh this was a wonderful dinner but someone could have shot you today, so let's keep our excitement at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, if someone actually does die, where is the upside? Like, I don't, I don't want my mom to die and just be like, "But what can I learn from this? It's okay, right?" right. Like, it's I learned sterile. that somebody dies in a car accident. You know, you people die. Like we knew that already. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't need to be stoic about right. it. Right. Yeah, I think. I think there's also something to be said for, uh, like, just as as far as move from philosophy into psychology here, but there's something mm. to be said for, like, healthy emotional relationships sure. with within yourself to just, yeah. like, be sad about stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what Cry I mean? Cry it out. Yeah. Just, just like, let yourself be sad for a little bit. Now, obviously, there's a fine line between, like, that and, like, going to a depression. But, like, <laughs> you know, a, being sad is a natural feeling. It's a, I think it's a healthy feeling yeah. if you can, like, have it. And then you yeah. can just, you know, check it out and move yeah, on. I don't totally. know. 
Sigmund Freud over here. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know what to say. The first that. word that came to mind was pistachios. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, said that all the time. Sigmund Freud, mm, pistachios. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Yum. Probably. Probably. I don't know. Well, that's does you crack the nut or does the nut crack you? Mm. Mm, well, okay. There's a couple things. Yeah. We Sorry. have we have not done a break during this episode, and we should oh, probably. Yeah. I think we're done. Yeah, I think that's stoicism. Stoicism. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, y'all, we could have done a better job. Sign up for our one week course on becoming a stoic sage. Yeah, and by sign up, I mean give us money for the fact that you just listened to that podcast, and that's your that's your course. Yep, we've passed. Not a big deal. No. Not a big deal. I think we passed just in this recording. That's my point. (laughs) (laughs) Pistachios. Pistachios. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, Give us a... Definitely subscribe to our podcast. Mm -hmm. We'd love to talk to you more often. Please. Uh, Or again, ever. Very very lonely over here. (laughs) Very lonely. And uh, and you should give us a rating in that podcast app, whatever you do. Maybe you're listening on Google uh, Play, and maybe, I don't know, can you rate from Google Play? Let's figure that out later. Uh, and then... Hey, uh, Google. We're on Instagram. Give Enlightened Bros five stars. Sorry, I'm not sure how to help. Okay, well, you can't do it on her. Nope, that's not a possibility. Shit. Uh, and then uh, uh, what was the other one Uh, we're on Instagram we're on Facebook you can follow us there Uh, and then uh, shoot us an email create a Twitter account for us and then follow us there (laughs) (laughs) Enlightened Bros Fan Club Enlightened Bros Podcast Fan Club at twitter.com one follower (laughs) one (laughs) Dustin's mom itself oh Dustin's mom yeah I don't don't think she's on Twitter (laughs) <laughs> Probably not. We'll be back. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll later this week. This is the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So follow, listen to we'll us be next back podcast again in the future. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Uh, Shit. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Enlightened Bros podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow Enlightened Bros on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm.